Hi, this is Stephen Ambrose, Senior Pastor at Wapak Naz. I want to welcome you to the Wapak Naz podcast. We hope and pray that this message goes deep into your DNA, is encouraging, relevant to your life, a means for you to engage with God and experience His love, and moves you to impact your world. We at Wapak Naz believe firmly that you matter to God. We are glad that you are taking the risk to engage with Him today. Wapak Naz is love people loving people to Jesus, and it takes people to partner with us to be on mission and bring this message to our community, the region, and the world. If you would like to financially partner with Wapak Naz to love people to Jesus, join us by going to our website at wapaknaz.org and becoming a financial partner. We thank you, we pray for you, we love you, and enjoy the message. In the scriptures today uh, in Luke chapter 2. Um, so if you'd like to turn there in your phone, we'll get there eventually. Or if you, there's a Bible, um, not all the Bibles have been put out in the chairs yet. The chairs are fairly new, and we're still in, in process. But uh, went in line at the Pentagon for a visit. It's probably a good thing not to wear panic. As I was traveling from checkpoint to checkpoint in the shadow of the Department of Defense with a group of high school seniors on their high school trip, panic overwhelmed me. We were getting, next to, we were getting to the next checkpoint, and I'm searching for my ID and my paperwork, and I can't find it anywhere. I literally just had it in my hands, and panic overwhelmed me. And I thought for a moment, this isn't good. I don't know where it is. I got to find it. I just had it. I lost it. I need it. So I can get through the next checkpoint to go on this wonderful, beautiful tour, a limited tour at that, of the Department of Defense. So panic overwhelmed me, and you could see it on my face. So I had to go find it. But the problem is, I've got a group of high school seniors, and it's never a good thing to leave teenagers unattended, especially when the stakes are a little bit higher and the crimes become federal, right? So I started to go. I went from where I was to the next checkpoint in hope that I would find my ID and my paperwork. And by the way, it, it's, it's never a good thing when you're panicked to run when you're at the Department of Defense. So I caught myself in the run and I decided to run walk as fast as I could. See, there are places in this world that we, the common folk, have limited access to. Yet, the people of power and position, privilege, they're able to pay the high price. They have the means to get to where the ordinary can't. Our access is quite limited. And it's, it's interesting that it's those very same people who have the power and the prestige and, and the funds to make those things happen who live behind security cameras, security teams, gates, so that the normal human being and, well, yeah, the sociopath and the psychopath can't knock on their door. 
presidents, rulers, kings who fill the world's power vacuum. They live behind security systems. Only those that have security clearance can even access them. This is why I find it's very interesting. Of all the people that God invited first to come face to face with the Holy of Holies, eyeball to eyeball with the radiance of God's glory, of all the individuals that God could have invited to be the first. It was whom society, culture, deemed the lowest and the dirtiest. It's found in, in Luke chapter 2. Would you read along with me? Luke chapter 2, and it begins in verse 8. And there were shepherds living in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, do not be afraid. I kind of have like Charlie Brown's Christmas pop into my mind every time I read this section, right? It's Linus on the stage. He says, do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy. That will be for all the people. Let me just pause right there. All the people. Not just the positioned, not just the powerful, not just the privileged. All the people. Guess what? That includes you. All the people. Today, in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. This will be assigned to you. You will find a baby wrapped in claws and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of heavenly hosts appeared with the angel, praising God, saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to men on whom his favor rests. When the angels had left them, I wonder if there was a sound when they left. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. Even then, there's movement, right? When God, you connect with God and God connects with you, there's a movement that happens in your life. These shepherds moved. I know you're all in comfortable chairs, but God wants you to move, right? There it is. Thanks, man. Appreciate you. Saw you. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told to them about this child. And all who heard were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, 
glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as had been told of all the people in all the places that God could have given the first invitation to see the creator of all creation face to face. It wasn't the king. It wasn't those that held power in the temple. It wasn't the pastors of the day. It wasn't the religious elite. It wasn't the the synagogue goer or the church goer that went every Sunday. It wasn't the person that paid their tithe to honor God. No. It was the shepherds in the fields. The marginalized. The looked over. The ones that actually not many paid attention to. In fact, it was these shepherds in the fields of Bethlehem that were the ones that were tending to the sheep that would, during the Passover, be brought into Jerusalem to be slaughtered for the forgiveness of sins. Slaughtered by the religious elite, by the ones that held power in the religious system. In fact, it was these shepherds who were essentially cogs in the religious system that had been corrupted by people. Of all the people, God said, angels, I want you to go to that field. I want you to go to the lowly, to the dirtiest, because I don't believe that they are lowly or dirty. What Advent, what the story of Christmas, one of the things that it tells us and that it teaches us, it actually speaks into the narrative that we tell ourselves. The stories we tell ourselves and the stories that other people say about us, it speaks directly to that. There's a common theme in humanity, especially in the Western culture, that I'm not good enough, that I don't amount to much. It matters not if it's a teenager or somebody in their 90s. This sentiment rests in the dark crevices of their heart and their mind. That they can't make it, they were inadequate. See, no one in human history has changed the human story more than Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Because he directly speaks to the stories that we tell ourselves. And the stories that other people tell about us that we believe. 
that are inadequate, that are false. So whether or not you believe yourself to be the looked over, the lost, the forgotten, the abandoned, the depressed, the oppressed, abused, addicted. The Advent story tells us that it's us that receives the invitation. Full access. See, the shepherds, they didn't need ID. They didn't need paperwork. Did they? There was no need for reservation. There was no need to clean up. There was no need to bring anything. The party only needed them. That's it. Jesus changed it all. He shifted it. He said, fear, fear is no longer a part of the equation to worship God. Reverence, yes. But you need not be afraid because the primary aspect of this is empathy and love to all humanity. No need to clean up. No need for reservation. Just come. See, the kids are waiting out there. They're ready to go, aren't they? They're chomping at the bit. God wants you to chomp at the bit. Because he's ready for you. He's ready for you. Because he is the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world which includes yours. Isn't it interesting that he came to the shepherd because 33 years later, that whole system that's been corrupted is no longer needed because of the sacrifice of Jesus Christ on the cross for you and me and all people. And they shall name him Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. Would you mind bowing your heads just for a moment? Jesus, I thank you that we have full access, that you are not behind a gated community, that there's no security system. We don't need security clearance. We don't need ID. We don't need paperwork. We don't even need a reservation. We don't have to go through checkpoints. We have all access to the creator of all the universe. We do because of you. And this morning, I just hope and pray that for the first time, somebody who has had all access to you finally takes advantage of that access because you came to humanity. It's no longer us trying to make our way to you. You've already made your way to us. And it's about what you have done on the cross, not what we do and what we don't do. I thank you that you upended the corruption of the religious system and you made it about relationship with you. Jesus, will you, will you dynamically shift us and radically upend us? 
I lift up these folks, and I, I pray today that this Christmas is different for them. That they see, they come eyeball to eyeball with the true meaning of what you did and why you did what you did. Lord, I love you, and the rest of this morning, which is going to be crazy, awesome, and fun, and kind of chaotic at times. It's all in honor of you. May we just please you with our lives. It's in your name we pray, Jesus. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Wapaknas podcast. We hope you are moved deeply to step into God and the hope and future he has for you, and that you are moved to be salt, light, and yeast in your community, and to love people to Jesus.